リンクスタート先輩先輩キツライダイオディズリスコミラビンオンハダイシステイウェットフォーシャディソコワイエウェダイフォーライデンワチンタイオーデンタイウェフ What up, weebs? And welcome into another riveting edition of the Anime Senpai Podcast. Oh, fans, it's so good to hear your warm applause, especially on a day like today. So stop the music and hit the proper intro. Ladies and gentlemen, weebs and otakus, boys and girls, all around this vast world we call home. It is time every single year when the calendar changes from one to the other, from 2022 to 2023, that we all get together and celebrate the greatness of the Crunchyroll Anime Award Show! As you all can do now by going to crunchyroll.com and clicking on their website, you have the chance to vote and show your support up until January 25th at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. This is a moment unlike any other, where we look back at the vast extremism of some great anime shows and all the greatness of different genres, to voice actors, to sequences of openings and closing, to the Best film to best supporting characters to best drama and fantasies and romance, even all the way to the anime of the year. I am extremely ecstatic and excited to welcome you all into the inaugural first edition on the Anime Senpai podcast of the Crunchyroll Award Show. And what we will do today is this is in two parts. So today's show is going to be an adventure, it's going to be an extinguished and a very exciting. Time where I am going to take you guys through every single category. Yes, I'm talking about from the ground bottom all the way to the top. If we were to play old school Mortal Kombat right now, I am literally climbing the Tower of Terror and fighting every single one to get to Shang Tsung at the top. Your soul is mine. Ah, I'm going all the way to the top, baby. This is going to be ecstatic because this is something I look forward to. And also, I'm let down every single year, but I always have hope because plenty of times. I have done this. There has been a multitude of shows that should have won,、uh, different characters that should have won. But what I'm going to try to do here with you guys is I'm going to go through each of these and I'm going to tell you my favorite and then I'm going to tell you who's going to win. So basically, it's going to be like, for example, best voice artist performance in English, right? So we have different categories and I'll tell you, like, oh, this one's my favorite. I think this one's the best, but I think this one's going to win because you have to remember this. Not everybody has great. Tastes like Senpai. There's a lot of people out there who don't know exactly what to vote for. This is extremely biased. This is everybody voting for things outside of what is talent or basically like quality or the actual shining light of the first better. It's like, you know, the Olympics. You're not going to have your favorite win over the one that you think should win. No, it's the person who ran the fastest is going to get the gold medal, okay? That's what it should be, but there are plenty of times where it doesn't happen. So we're going to have some fun. We're going to go through this. And by the way, I'm going to talk about this now. There was a chance we had. I don't know if it was last year or two years ago. I think it was last year, but 
with Attack on Titan, it was the only time in anime history that for best protagonist and best antagonist, Aaron Yeager was on both of those lists. And let me tell you something. He should have definitively won both of them. He should have been the protagonist and antagonist of the year. But of course, you know how people's pea brain minds are. They're like, no, that's not how it works, Alex. You can't have... Because they snort and stuff when they push it. There's no way that you can fathom and have a character that's also an anime protagonist and an anime antagonist. Go look up the dictionary definition on Webster's.com. It's not possible. If you're an antagonist, you're not a protagonist because the protagonist is the person that the main storyline is about. And then the antagonist is the person that's going against it. Oh, okay, well, how about you stop snorting, put your pencil pusher down for a second, and fathom the big concept I'm trying to give you, little buddy here. Okay, when I say somebody is the protagonist and antagonist of the year, Aaron Yeager, in the history of all the shows I've ever seen, uh, seen is literally the only anime character that is both the protagonist of the story and transition to the antagonist of the entire world including himself against going oh he was going against what he wanted to do he never wanted to start the rumbling if you haven't seen it by now shame on you he never wanted to do it he never wanted to do any of that he was literally pushed against the wall and had no other choices i'm a clap when i say this he had no other choices. What do you want him to do? Like, literally, there is nothing else this man could have done. He literally was pushed against the wall the entire world. If you haven't seen part one of the final season of part one of two, and now going into the transition of the final, final second part of the final transition of the final act of part one of part two in the final season three, that's going to lead up to a final anime-only ending and possibly a movie ending. I'm just saying this again. I am extremely pissed off that the fandom and people who had a chance to stand up for the world and make the first ever antagonist and protagonist of the year for the Crunchyroll Award, shame on you guys. I don't have it pulled up right now. I don't know who won, but I'm pretty sure Aaron won protagonist and somebody else won antagonist or vice versa. Whatever it was, we fucked up is all I'm getting at, okay? We had a chance. Y'all blew it. So now... Trust in Senpai. I had to get that out there. God, I'm getting so hot. We're only five minutes into the show, but I hope you're doing well. So let me pause. <laughs> let me give you all my positivity, my love and enlightenment. We're walking through a field of tulips together. The world is really good if you just know the way. Don't let the evil come today. Now, <laughs> God, I love doing this. I hope you guys enjoy this as much as I do because this is fun. So it's out there. It is up. It's official. Shoutouts to Space Cowboy in the Discord. If you're not in the Discord, by the way, shame on you for not being in our family community. Gosh, I mean, shoutouts to Megus. He is now the Discord manager. He's taking care of everything so I can keep shining and doing this, uh, all this other stuff for you guys with content. But it is live. The Crunchyroll Award season is underway. In about a week to two weeks, I don't know, I can't count days correctly. No, it's like four days, whatever it is, because it's the 23rd now, so whatever. In a few days, the award season is going to begin. All of your entries are going to end. You can vote once per day, and I want to go through all of these with you and pick the people I just think deserve to win, okay? We're going to have fun with this. There are a few shows I haven't seen, but what I did is I went back and I did my research into looking what the show is about, watched at least one episode of it, and looked into the voice actors etc etc so i'm gonna do my best job to not only tell you who i think is gonna win but i'm gonna tell you who down well should win okay so i hope everybody's ready let's have some fun and not waste any time because we have a lot a lot a lot to get to so there is a special categories list at the bottom it says performers oh it's the presenter's choice and also the special achievement award and uh 
What I have noticed is a lot of times these things can be <laughs> biased. <laughs> so uh, we'll see when that happens, when that comes out. But let's start at the bottom and work our way all the way to anime of the year. So first off, we're starting at the bottom with best voice artist performance in English, the dub side. The six nominees, and by the way, every category that we're going through has six nominees. By the way, I'm probably going to butcher a lot of names going through all of this, so just forgive me now. But I'm just saying I'm probably going to butcher a lot of them as we go. This one is Jeremy Lee, Jeremy Lai, Ch Jeremy Lai, Jeremy Lai <laughs> from Kotoro Lives Alone. We also have Sung Won Cho from Ranking of Kings Part 2. We have Natalie Von Sistein. Sistein? Natalie Von Sistein. Sounds very Russian. She is from Spy Family. We also have Zach Aguilar from Trigger for, uh, well, one show that everybody was hyped on, uh, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, And we also have Zeno Robinson. Can we just admire the name Zeno for a second? Robinson um, from Dragon Ball Super. So it looks like the character was Marin was for Amanda Lee. We have also in Kotoro Lives Her Own, uh, Shurami. Shurami played Kotoro. Then we also have Cage was by Sung Wo Cho. Natalie played Yor. Mm, great voice work there. Zach was David Martinez and Zeno was Gamma 2. Okay. I'm just going to tell you this. I think that there's going to be some extreme bias towards these three shows. My Dress of Darling, Spy Family, and of course, it goes without saying Cyberpunk, right? So I think, personally, Amelie should win Marin because Amelie is a very big singer in the realm of, you could say, anime world, where she does a lot of her own covers for a lot of these anime opens and songs and et cetera, et cetera. So to see her getting more into the voiceover world, I know this is probably not her first one, but for her to play a big character like Marin from that show that was so banging and popping, I'm going to say that should be the winner. Without a doubt, I would not be surprised if Amanda won this one for the English side voiceover of Marin. She should. Amelie should win this. I think she's the best out of all the six. But I could see Natalie taking this for Spy Family because... Spy Family was a little bit later into the year, so I also think that Spy Family got an enormous amount of hype from all of it, and Yor became one of our favorite characters just as much as Marin did, so I'm going to say Amanda Lee should win this one, aka Amelie, for My Dress Up Darling as playing Marin, but I would not be surprised if Natalie won for playing Yor in Spy Family. So those are the two for that one. Okay, let's go now to the best voice artist performance for Japanese. And now this one, whoo, this one's going to get crazy. Okay, and again, apologies for my names because I do terrible at this. Atsumi Tanizaki is for playing Anya from Spy Family, which uh, it's pretty safe to say Anya took the world by storm. We also have Chika Anzai from playing Chisato in one of the actual... Big surprise shows that a lot of people I don't think were expecting if they didn't know much about it from Le Croix Recoil. I know I sound that all fancy, but that's okay. Le Croix <laughs> Recoil. It was, it's a really cool show if you haven't seen it by A1 Pictures. The third one is Fario's Eye for playing Jolene in none other than JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean. The fourth one, oh God, this show hits me so hard, dude. Misaki Kuno that played Faputa 
And Irumyui is from Made in Abyss, the Golden City. Uh, oh my God. If you guys haven't seen Made in Abyss, by the way, it's ugh. the fifth one. Natsuki Hanai with Tanjiro. Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. And the last one is. Oh my god, Yuki Kaji with Aaron Yeager from Attack on Time. Final season part two of Little. So this one's tough. The characters in this one, I have a hard time thinking that, God, when you have Tanjiro and also Aaron Yeager, oh, uh, and Anya, God, this is going to be tough. Okay, I think, again, there's going to be a lot of bias towards Spy Family and, of course, Demon Slayer. It's it's so overhyped at this point, but it's fine. Everybody loves the animation style. The story is, you know, kind of bland, but that's fine. It's neither, it's neither here nor there. Uh, I Again, I think this should be the year of Attack on Titan again because not only is it one of the greatest animes to be ever made, but to see it all play out and everything, how it played into what it did. God, I think, I really hope that Yuki wins for Aaron Yeager. I really hope he wins from Attack on Titan, but again... I wouldn't be surprised if Atsumi wins for Anya for Spy Family. I'm just saying now because the character itself took over so much of social media and everything for that entire time it was out. So again, I think Aaron Yeager should win. I think Yuki should win for playing Aaron Yeager for the Japanese side for voiceovers. But I think what will probably happen is Atsumi from Anya from Spy Family will be the winner. Okay, let's continue now and get to the fun categories that I'm actually excited for here. Okay, now moving on. We start getting into the specific genres. This one is best romance anime. And uh, I'm pretty sure we're all going to know who's going to win this one. But let's still go through this. The first one is Call of the Night. The second one is Kaguya-sama Love is War Ultra Romantic. The closing that everybody was waiting for, including Tim. Hi, Tim. The third one, Love After World Domination. The fourth one, Komi Can't Communicate and Komi Ain't Gonna Get the Dub. Fifth one, My Dress Up Darling. And the sixth one, Shikimori's Not Just a Cutie. She's also overly possessive and protective and gets incredibly annoying at times. This one's pretty incredible because I was one of the people that came out on the forefront and said that Call of the Night was going to be a very insanely cool anime. I love my pink hair waifus. I think the character in the storyline was incredibly unique. It was a nice, fresh... Uh, taste on like that vampire genre but with like some corny funny love comedy attributes and a little bit of that it was cool I liked it a lot but it comes down to these two without a doubt it comes down to My Dress Up Darling and Kaguya-sama Love is War and now I'm gonna say this Kaguya-sama is gonna win I know it's gonna win I think My Dress Up Darling deserves to win though let me tell you why My Dress Up Darling was number one in all of the categories of different shows that were out at the time of being released. It was above Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan for multiple weeks in a row because of how many people were intoxicated with Marin, Gojo-kun, the storyline, the cosplaying, everything about it was perfectly done. And I've proclaimed myself self-proclaims. I, I know it doesn't really mean anything. The Slice of Life King, that show did it right. It did it so right. I don't want another season. I think it was beautifully done, everything about it. I loved it so much. I, in my heart, I want my dress-up darling to win. That's my pick. But I know what's going to happen. Kaguya-sama is going to win. All the fans out there, the completion of the story, even though it's a little too redundant and overplayed for me, but that's fine. Everybody has a satire taste and everything like that. Kaguya-sama is going to win, but I'm telling you right now, I want my dress-up darling to win. And if somehow they pull it out of the park, by all means, I'm going to be extremely excited. Okay, now let's move on to best fantasy anime and these are some incredible incredible shows right here this one's gonna be tough the first one 
Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. The second one, Demon Slayer, of course. The uh, Entertainment District Dark, second season after the train thing. Third one here, Jobless Reincarnation Season 1 Part 2. And if you have not seen Jobless Reincarnation, by the way, this is probably one of the few isekais that does it right with such a great humor aspects and in-depth storyline. And it's so well done because it's different. I thoroughly enjoy it. And speaking of an isekai that does it right, Overlord Season 4 by Madhouse, dude. That's the fourth one. The fifth one, Ranking of Kings Core 2 by Wit Studio, and then The Case Study of Vanitas Core 2 by Bones. Now, I've seen the hype, and I've heard how highly everyone is talking about The Case Study of Vanitas. I will be on record and admit it. I have not seen it yet. I, I've just, I've waited. I know. I've seen enough highlights and seen enough people talk about it and watch stuff to know it's a good show. I know it's, trust me, I'm not hating on it. I just don't think it's going to win this one. Do you want to know why? Let me tell you why. I wouldn't be surprised if it does. I truly believe that the Demon Slayer fanatics and the fandom and all that stuff, they're going to step up here and really come through because of that second season, how powerful it was, the animation style, the fight that Tanjiro had with Inosuke almost dying, but I don't think any of them actually die. That's why the show is mid. I'm just kidding. It's not mid, but... I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm pretty sure Demon Slayer is going to take it, but I will say this. In my heart of hearts, I truly love Overlord. I love Overlord so much. I think the show is sensational. The fact that we're now in season four and seeing Eyes take over the entirety of the world while he's still trying to see if there's any players that are actually living people in this world that he's stuck within... God, I would. Uh, my pick is Overlord. That's what I would vote for. That's the show I would love to see. I would not be surprised if the case study of Vanitas somehow pulls through and gets this win too by the fandom I've seen behind it. But I'm going to say Demon Slayer is probably going to win, but my choice is Overlord Season 4. Now, let's move on to the best dramas of all 2022. Oh my god, this is a packed, 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 packed list right here. So, shoutouts to Made in Abyss again for making another nomination. Made in Abyss, The Golden City of the Scorching Sun. Kotoro Lives Alone. Number three is Dance Dance Dancio. Number four is Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Number five is Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. And the sixth one is 86 Part 2. Now, this is incredibly tough to pick because now listen to what it's saying. Best drama, okay? Drama. If we're going off of best drama and leaving it in the category of what we're talking about, I think Kotoro Lives Alone should win this one. Now, hear me out why. Kotoro Lives Alone. It's a Netflix exclusive. It's a show that I know they did an anime anime adaptation for as well. It's a live action one. I fell in love with Kotoro. I think this show touches on something most of us overlook in our life, and it's the simplicity of the innocence that children have. If you asked me who are the most at risk within this world and who are attacked the most and are the most susceptible to being destroyed so rapidly and should be the most protected in our lives is children. 
children's innocence is something that if you were able to, and I know a lot of people aren't fortunate enough, especially in today's era and all this stuff, I was one of the fortunate ones. If you were able to have a childhood, to grow up with a loving family and to experience the innocence of youth and just the simplicity of that moment and your friends in the world around you, that is the most precious thing in the world. And that is why there are so many people in our lives today that look back on those days and either become depressed, hate their lives. And trust me, the matrix system we're living within, this world is shit, absolutely shit how we treat one another and the whole society mesh of what we need to do to survive and live. But I look back on those days and those that innocent Alex, the child Alex is still inside of me. And that's what keeps me so passionate and driven in everything I do and keeps me connected to all of these things that I love. Kotoro Lives Alone embodied that perfectly but showed you what happens when a young child has to keep himself going when he has nobody left he is literally on his own as like a six five whatever he is seven year old child living in an apartment by himself without parents anything and tries to get by and keep a smile on his face it was so powerful when you watch this show the animation style is so simplistic and unique i loved it that should win best drama in my opinion, it should win Best Drama, but I know it's not going to. It's a three-way tie between Cyberpunk, 86, and Attack on Titan. Who do I think is going to win this? I think Cyberpunk is going to pull through. I personally would vote for Cultural Lives Alone. That's my pick, but I would not be surprised if any of the three I just mentioned, Cyberpunk, 86, or Attack on Titan win, but I will say I think Cyberpunk Edge Runners will pull through and get Best Drama. But boy, oh boy... Do not sleep on Kotaro Lives Alone. Uh, let's move on now to the best comedy anime of the year. And this is disrespectful that I just saw Kotaro Lives Alone on. <laughs> that should not be on here because it's more sad than funny, even though it's a comedy in a sense. But still, okay. The top six nominees here for best comedy anime of 2022 is Kotaro Lives Alone, Kaguya-sama Love is War, Ultra Romantic, My Dress Up Darling, Spy Family, Ya Boy Kagming, and also Uncle from Another Mother. Okay, sorry. Uncle from Another World. Now, uh, the sleeper pick of mine, I watched Uncle from Another World. That freaking show was supreme. The, the comedy aspects to it. The twist on him being isekai'd and going to a different world and then coming back like 20 years later. It's just a sensational ride and such a good show and the funny twists and humors. It's a refreshing take on a comedy attribute for an isekai. I absolutely loved it. It was sensational. But for best comedy of the year... I have a really, 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 really hard time thinking that Anya and the comedic factor she pulled through for Spy Family and everything she did within that first season and especially into the second part of the first season, I guess you could say, because it's two parts. I am, without a doubt, I'm telling you right now, Spy Family is going to win this best comedy. It was so well done. Everything attached to it, the storyline, everything, the elegance behind it, elegance. I, dude... I'm not even going to tell you who I think wins and who's going to... I'm just... My vote is with what I think it is. Spy Family. Spy Family, Spy Family, Spy Family. All the way. Spy Family. What a sensational ride. It's going to win. It's suck it, Kaguya fans. Uh, let's go back to <laughs> best action anime. Now, this is going to get spicy. Of course, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Demon Slayer, Kamitsu no Yaiba, Entertainment District Arc, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean, Spy Family, and Lacroix. 
Licorice Recoil. This one, I think, goes without saying. It's tied between these three again. Demon Slayer, Attack on Titan, Cyberpunk. Now, I'm hoping that the fandom behind what it did... Uh, of Demon Slayer does not take this over the top. I would not be uh, disappointed at all if Attack on Titan takes it because that was insane second part to that final season, but I'm going to go with Cyberpunk. Now, Cyberpunk, it took by storm for a few months, a good few months with how many people I saw cosplaying the main white-haired chick in this this show, Uh, the whole storyline behind it. People were so intoxicated with it. The Cyberpunk game flopped in the beginning because of a lot of the bugs and stuff like that. It fixed itself over time, then came back, and the the game's really good, but... I know Demon Slayer, it prides itself on animation style, yada, yada, yada. So I can see if that wins because of all of it. But I'm going to go Cyberpunk. I think what's going to end up winning is probably Demon Slayer. But my vote is Cyberpunk Edge Runners. It was the best action anime from that season, uh, from the entirety of 2022. So that is what I think should win and I hope wins. Now, this is a great one. I love, 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 love this actual genre right here in this category must protect at all costs character who is the character that we must protect at all costs now of course it wouldn't have been right if anya forger wasn't on this list number two is boji number three is cage two from ranking of kings number four is kotoro from kotoro lives alone number five is shoko komi from komi can't communicate and marin from clover work studios of my dress up darling now marin is in high school she's an older girl i will not protect her at all costs she has gojo kun she'll be fine Shoko from Comey Can't Communicate. Nah, she's fine. She can just write on a pencil, paper, or like a sticky note if she needs help. She's fine. Now, these four is a tough one. Uh, I'm going to knock out Cage. I Biasly, I'm knocking out Cage. I have priority over Boji. But between Anya, Boji, and Kotaro Lives Alone, again, I think the fandom of 2022, the hype behind it, and everything that she did to dominate the social media realm, Anya Forger is going to win this one. My vote, selfishly, though, is Kotaro from Kotaro Lives Alone. How are you going to tell me a boy who lives by himself at 6'5", however old he is, 4, 5, 6, by himself, lives by himself alone in an apartment complex, is not a character that should be protected at all costs, even next to Boji. Like, are you kidding me? Anya has a professional world's best spy and assassin with her. She don't need effing protection. She's a psychic by God all means. She should not even come close to winning this. But again, I know how crazy the fandom is. So people will do it just because they like Anya. But if you really listen to what it's asking, who needs to be protected at all costs? Kotaro and Boji, without a doubt. Boji, though, is pretty active and he's very uh, strong with his abilities and his fighting techniques. Kotaro, though, Kotaro is my choice and needs to be protected at all costs. And I will be pissed off if he doesn't win. All right, let's keep it going now. Now we have Best Supporting Character. And this, my, oh my, oh my, this is a fun one. So, at the first one, your forger from Spy Family, and she is a top waifu. God, her character design is beautiful. We have Tengen from also, well, he has like three wives. Like, what the? Nah, dude, I'm not about all that freaking Amish, whatever lifestyle that is. The It's just, no, 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 no. Tengen, he's number two. Uh, Rebecca, Rebecca from, <laughs> from Cyberpunk. Cage from Ranking of Kings. I from Kaguya-sama Love is War. And Anya from Spy Family. Now, again, I'm going to say this. The fandom for a lot of these shows is insane, so I wouldn't be surprised if Tengen, Yor, or Anya wins, but it's without a competition and without a doubt, Rebecca. Rebecca 
wins this by a landslide. And the landslide took her down. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying, Rebecca. Rebecca. Rebecca wins this without a doubt. It is hands down. She was supreme in the character role she played within this show. And what happens to Rebecca? Mm, God help me almighty. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised again if Anya, Yor, or Tengen win, but I'm telling you right now, Rebecca is the best supporting character. Let's keep going. Now, this is a fun one. Best main character. We have Marin from My Dress Up Darling, Lloyd from Spy Family, Eren Yega from Attack on Titan, David from, of course, Cyberpunk, Chisato from... Lecroyus, Lecroyus Recall. I just love the way it pronounces it. And Boji from Ranking of Kings. Okay, let's have a serious talk here. Real serious talk. Man to man, man to woman, whoever you are, man to fish, man to duck. Well, I don't care whatever you are. We all know who is the best main character from all of this. It's not a competition. It's not even close. You know who this is. Come on. I paused there so you could say it out loud. Marin. Marin from My Dress Up Darling. She breaks apart Everything that we define as a top-of-the-line, gorgeous, popular girl in school. And I know you're, oh, come on, Alex, it's a classic trope in all slice of lives. It's just how it goes, the popular cute girl. She's the one with all the friends. But no, this one was a closet weeb and stood up for her weebhood when some freaking, like, doofus guy comes up to her, tries to hit on her, and she shoots him down all quick. And she's like, don't make fun of something that somebody likes if you don't even know anything about it. Uh-uh-uh, snaps. I'm just saying. Aaron Yeager, trust me, he's a sensational, we've seen it all done, but as a new character coming onto the screen, just like Lloyd did for Spy Family, I think Marin takes this. Marin, Marin is the best. She was the ultimate best character. I loved everything she did in this story, and I absolutely admire her for how she initiates her relationship with Gojo-kun, builds it up to every aspect, and chases what she loves. Even when she has no idea how to obtain it, she still tries. I love her. I love the relationship she built. I love how she got Gojo to come out of his shell. I love how she brings people together. She was sensational. 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 Absolutely sensational. She's the best main character out of all this, but again... I think surprisingly, I think Chisato might win from uh, Lecroix Recall. I really think she's going to win. Just something inside of me tells that because I know the AOT haters and just it's just weird how everything works. I think Chisato is going to win this one from like the, the voting appeal and everything like that. But again, my choice is Marin from My Dress Up Darling. And don't worry, I'm going to keep track of all these and come back and write it all down so we can go back through it once the, uh, the awards are finally final and they have the show. We'll go see how well I did. But yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so now, the best director. The best director from some of the hottest shows from last year. And again, apologies. I'm going to butcher about half of these. Haruo Sotozaki for Demon Slayer. Hiroyuki Imaishi from Cyberpunk. Kazuhiro Furuhashi from Spy Family. Shingo Adachi from Likrois Recall. Yuichiro Hayashi, God, what a guy, from, <laughs> oh gosh, from Attack on Titan, and Yotsuki Hata from Ranking of Kings. Without a doubt, no competition, I don't need to say nothing, Yuichiro 
Hayashi does not win this one. Y'all are tripping off the sauce. Y'all are literally so balls deep in your ignorance and dumbfounded Lacroix-y, Recall-ish, that you guys have no idea what is in front of you. Mappa, the entirety of this show, the production value, the direction, the writing, this show is one of the only, if not the only shows where every single thing from start to finish is tied in this incredible spider web effect of all being purposeful and connected with some kind of purpose, like as the purposefully, purposefully purposing, I can put it for you guys. Yurichiro is one of the most iconic people we will ever see in our life. Just like Akihiko Kayaba designed the greatness of Aincrad for Sword Art Online, Yuichiro, this guy has my heart forever and always, and I cannot wait to see the completion. I don't care about anything else. I'm not even going to tell you who I think should win it. Attack on Titan, without a doubt. Slaps all of these other guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm And women, whatever it is. I'm just, I'm telling you right now. Yurichiro, I'm not even going to humor this. He is by far the best director from all of those. Okay. And without a doubt, let's move to the next category. And myself being somebody who loves music, I literally breathe it to the fiber of my being. It's with me in my soul. It's with me when I work out. It's with me when I work radio shows. It's with me right now singing in my head as we're doing this. We are going to best anime song. The first one, Cheeky Cheeky Bomb. From your boy Kong Ming. Now, this show is so effing dope and a breath of fresh air. This is a strategist, a strategic man from back in the dynasty era of war, and he's brought back to life in modern time to be this girl's almost in a stent strategist manager to help her become like a good singer, songwriter. A pop, she wants to be a pop idol almost in this. It's so cool. The song is refreshing. The show is so dope. I absolutely loved it, and it deserves to be nominated. Now, the second one, Comedy by Spy Family. Now, you already know when you give me a jazzy vibe or something with a cool breeze or a strumming that gets you right into it, this show matches perfectly with this song. It's very tough to always do that, but let me tell you something, this one does it perfectly well. The storyline fits it, the character design, the etchy design where it's almost like, oh, the picture drawn out and everything behind Anya, she's why it's so cool and I love this one as well. The third one on our list, my nonfiction by Kaguya-sama Love is War. Now this show, a little played out for somebody like myself, but that's okay because sometimes the satires and all these different things don't hit for me all the time, but that's okay because this one lights for a lot of people and I understand it. But for some reason, I can't understand how this was number one on my anime list.com, but that's okay. This show fits it perfectly. Chica Chica is a breath of fresh air within this show. Her outro one where she's dancing is perfectly done, but this song complements it so well. I loved it and have nothing but good to say otherwise. The fourth one, Shall We Dance by Shadow House, the second season. This anime was something that intrigued me so much. The shadows of people actually being the main ones in the story and the others are not. But what are they tied together? What does it mean? But can we all dance together And the shadows house? God, this was awesome. I'm glad to see it got nominated. It's also, again, I use this a lot, but it's true when I say it. It was a brush of the fresh air. It's time for the rumbling from Attack on Titan. Rumbling, rumbling, it's coming, rumbling, rumbling. Let's go! Coming for you! Oh my effing god. This song, bruh. Bruh, I literally have chills on my entire body. 
This song is the perfect song you could have ever imagined for the start and the beginning of the end of the entire world. This song hits me so hard. It's on my gym playlist because of how badass it is. And I, oh my God, I'm extremely biased again. And okay, the sixth one was yada, yada, yada. The sixth one was New Genesis for One Piece fandom, film red, yada, yay, One Piece. <laughs> it's without a doubt the rumbling. The rumbling by Attack on Titan is the greatest song out of all six of these and captured poetically perfectly and permeates into every fiber of the show itself. I can see a strong second one either being the One Piece film Red because everybody's hyped over One Piece. So I see that a thousand percent from the fandom side or comedy because of the fandom for Spy Family. But we all know the rumbling captured it perfectly. It's done, girlfriend. Snap, snaps. That's the one. Without a doubt. I loved it. That's the winner. I'm going to move forward now. <laughs> so now we're going to get into some really fun categories. Next on the list is best film from all of 2022. And there are some insane ones on here, but I already know what's going to win. It's One Piece because the One Piece fandom, it's, it's real. One Piece is real. Okay. One Piece film red. We also have The Deer King, which if you haven't seen, get on it, boo-boo. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Super Ball Super, the superhero movie attribute, which took forever to drop because of COVID. Shout out to COVID. Inuo, the one that was from Science Saru. If you haven't seen it as well, it's extremely well done. And my personal favorite from Wit Studio, Bubble. God, I know One Piece Film Red is going to win. I just know it. It's One Piece was the most watched show in 2022. Luffy was the third most prominent television character throughout the entire year. I'm not stupid and ignorant. I know One Piece is real. I get it. I understand it. It's turned into a culture. I'm not hate against it. It's bringing more fandom to anime. Why wouldn't I be for it? And plus, when people go watch it, I won't see them for 10 years. I get a breath of fresh air away from those people. I know One Piece Film Red, it's going to win. I'm not stupid. I know it's going to win. But I will say, my personal favorite and my choice and what my vote is for is Bubble. Bubble is so beautifully done. The animation style combined with the harmonious notion of music, the setting that's inside of Tokyo with hardcore parkour! Hardcore parkour! Hardcore parkour! Hardcore parkour! It's so cool. The story is beautiful. And the fact a dude falls in love with a bubble, spoiler alert! I love this movie. It's quick. It's fun. It's beautiful. The animation style is great. When they do like the drone setting animation style, when you watch them do the hardcore parkour through the destroyed Tokyo mainland because it's cut off by this bubble and watching them battle against other clans for like the winning of rights to food and other like essential needing things to live in this area. Dude, it bubble is so effing dope. Y'all need to go watch it. It was a Netflix exclusive as well and they knocked it out of the bleeping park. One Piece is going to win, but my vote is Bubble. Now, let's continue. Oh, my gosh, to best score. The best musical soliloquy to complement the entirety of the show. Now, these six as well are going to be very tough to overlook and also to pronunciate. Uh, the first one is Kano Name, K-No Name by Spy Family. The second one is Akira Yameoka from Cyberpunk. The third one is Genki Hikota from, of course, Ya Boy Kangming. Then we also have Hiroyuki Sawano and Kahata Yamamoto from Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. Blah, 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 blah. 
The fifth one is Demon Slayer, Yuki, Kajiura, and Goshina. The sixth and final one is Kevin Penkin from Made in Abyss. Now, again, I have a hard time thinking that certain ones won't win over the other ones. Now, don't get me wrong. I do think that the best song, hands down, should go to Attack on Titan. But as an entirety for best score, I might be, you know, a little bit on a limb here. And don't, you know, forgive me if I do. But I think Jenkin Hikota from your boy Kangming should actually win this one. In all sincerity, it was a show based on singing. It's about a voice actor singing with it. Like, it's just, it was so well done. If you watch this, it's about a girl trying to become a pop idol. Why wouldn't a show based on music and singing win, like, not win the best score? Are you shitting me like that? Honestly, hands down. Takes the cake. I have no other one as a second or even a close third or anything. That's my pick and the one that should win. But I could see cyberpunk pulling through just because of the attributes of a cyber nation you know like in the whole cool that's like techno kind of vibe to it but again i do believe that gen king hikota should win that one all right eight more to go before we get to anime of the year god oh god i can't wait let's go now to best ending sequence aka the anime ed for the show the first one, Akuma no Ko from Attack on Titan. Number two is Comedy from Spy Family. Number three is Koi no Yukui from My Dress Up Darling. The fourth one is, oh my god, I'm going to butcher this word, Kosha Baribiori from Komi Ka Communicate. My Heart Has Surrendered, thankfully one I can pronunciate, from Love is War, Kaguya-sama. And the last one, Yofukashino Uta from Call of the Night. Now, again, I'm extremely biased. You know, it's how I go. It's how I rock. I think Call of the Night. Yofuka Shino should win this one. It captured it perfectly. I loved how they ended every episode. I thought it was extremely well done. I thought it was cute. I love the pink hair waifus. I think this one should win it, but I know if it won't, that's fine. I understand it. The one I think is actually going to win, though, surprisingly, I actually think, and I know I'm saying this. I know. Just listen to me out. Okay, hear me out. I do think that Love is War is going to win this one. My heart has surrendered. I think there's a lot that comes together with the completion of an entirety of a show and everything that builds up with it, yada, yada, yada. I do think this one is going to win because I do think it complements it well. I think the fans will show up for it. So I do think that one's going to win. The, my, my heart has surrendered for um, Love is War, Kaguya-sama. But again, I my vote is for Call of the Night, man. Yofuka Shino Uta. Oh, go watch it, and you'll know why. Now... Of course, if there's an ending, well, there's got to be an opening. So, best opening sequence. And the six nominees are... Cheeky Cheeky Bon Bon from your boy coming. Then we have Mix Nuts. Ah, uh, hey, Dad, can you tell me something? What's up, son? Can you look on the counter and see what's on there? Yeah, it says there's a bunch of nuts. What kind? Mix? Haha, <laughs> Mix Nuts. That was a bad D's Nuts joke. Yeah, so okay. So number two is Mix Nuts by Spy Family. The Rumbling, Rumbling from Attack on Titan. Naked Hero Put Some Clothes On by Ranking of Kings. This Fire by Trigger for Cyberpunk. And Zangyo Sanka from Demon Slayer. Again, I'm sticking to it. I'm not going to budge. I'm not going to let you punch me down. The Rumbling by Attack on Titan is the winner. The best one complements it perfectly. Everything attached to it, it should be the winner. And I, I'm going to vote for it. I, I, it's the one I wanted to win, but I think Spy Family might actually take it. That's fine. I know Spy Family might win this one again. It's It was a good mix. The jazzy feel. I like the intro and everything. It's really done tastefully. But again, I vote Attack on Titan. I wouldn't be surprised if Spy Family takes it. Okay, let's continue now. 
Best continuing series. And uh, let's just say, I'm upset at which one's actually going to win this one, but here are your nominees. One Piece, Made in Abyss, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Kaguya-sama, Demon Slayer, and Attack on Titan. <clears throat> Again, I'm biased. I love Attack on Titan. I think it's the best anime out of all these ones up here. I think that its closing is insanely exciting. I can't wait to see it all come to light and fruition. I vote for Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. I think it is the best one out of all these ones. It slaps Demon Slayer. It slaps the closing of Kaguya-sama. It slaps the freaking 10,000th episode of One Piece. Made in Abyss is really damn good. Jojo, I know too, but it's the best one. But I know what's going to take this one. It's either going to be Kaguya-sama or One Piece. Kaguya-sama or One Piece. I think they're neck and neck. One of those ones is going to take it. I think the One pan- the one Piece fans show up when they need to. But again, Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 is my vote for the best continuing series. Now, best new series. And these six, whoo, it's going to be tough to pick a definitive winner for. So out of these six shows, one is going to take the best new series. Call of the Night, Lacroix Recoil, Lacroix Recoil, Spy Family, Cyberpunk Edgerunners, My Dress Up Darling, and Ya Boy Kongming. Now, no offense to Ya Boy and Call of the Night. I don't think they stand a chance against these other four. It's a hard choice between Lycroix, Recall, My Dress Up Darling, Cyberpunk, and Spy Family because all of these ones are sensational. In my heart of hearts, Truly above all, I think that slice of lives get pooped on way too much. I think there's a lot of people who don't give it the credit it deserves, and a lot of it can get redundant, and there's a lot of one-off shows that are just quickly made, and they don't do a good job of promoting the series, like, for example, something like Fruits Basket or et cetera, et cetera. My vote is My Dress Up Darling. I loved it. I thought it was sensational. The simp in me, the lover within me, the, the slice of life king in me all wants that one to win. It would get my vote. I think it's sensational, but... I do think we're going to see another one stand up here, and I do believe that for Best New Series, it's going to be hard for anything to beat Spy Family. I mean, I know that there's a lot of support for Lycroix Recoil, and I wouldn't be surprised if they gave it to him biasly, but it's a neck and neck between Cyberpunk and Spy Family, truly. I think one of those two ones are going to take it. Uh, I could see the bias Lycroix winning it, but my vote is my dress-up darling, but I'll pick between the two. I think, because I have to pick definitives here, the best new series is going to be Spy Family, uh, but my vote on the one I hope wins is My Dress Up Darling. Now, four left. Best animation. Do I really need to do this one? Can we just admit it? Uh, But, oh, dude, can we shout out for a fact that this show actually got a nomination, by the way, and shout outs to this show because I absolutely loved it and mega suck a dick because I don't care that they did a foot little weird fetish thing in one of their, like, third or fourth episode. I don't care. Aki by Sailor Uniform by Cloverworks. It is breathtaking when you watch this anime and the way that they animate the city life that she lives out in like the farmlands. She wants to be in this distinguished school that her mother went to and she has her own design uh, outfit that she wears, which is her own sailor uniform. Aki by Sailor Uniform is so wholesome and cute besides the foot thing. I loved this show, and I'm super hyped to got a nomination at least. It, it won't win, but I'm super hyped to got a nomination. Uh, that's the first one. The second one is Ranking of Kings, Core 2. The third one is Cyberpunk Edgerunners. Um, but let me go through that and actually give you the names too. So Occupy Sailor Uniform is by Cloverworks. Ranking of Kings, Core 2 is by Wit Studio. Cyberpunk Edgerunner is by Trigger. Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2 is by Mappa. Demon Slayer... 
District Arc is by UFO Table, UFO Table, and Spy X Family by Wit Studios and Cloverworks coming together. Ah, oh, man. You know, it's really hard to not expect this show to always take this category. Demon Slayer. What is the one thing everybody pipes up about Demon Slayer? It's animation. It li- Literally, anytime I ask anybody about Demon Slayer, they say it's the animation style. And as this is the best animation of the year, I have a hard time thinking anything is going to take it from Demon Slayer. Truly. And I'm not going to tout or, you know, BS. Attack on Titan kind of hurt us a little bit in the beginning of that final part with like the 3D weird stuff it was doing. The second season at least, or second part at least got a little bit better, but it's not going to be Attack on Titan. Spy Family is really good. The animation style is super solid because those two major companies, Wit Studio and Cloverworks, came together and do it. I think they're a strong second contender next to Cyberpunk. But again, I truly think that Demon Slayer is going to take it. My vote, though, would be for Spy Family. I would vote for Spy Family. I'm absolutely in love with Studio uh, Wit and Cloverworks, and I also love Trigger, but, you know, Cyberpunk is what it is. Uh, I'm Again, I vote for, Cy- for Spy Family, but I have no doubt Demon Slayer is going to take it. Okay, it's now time, fam. The final three from this Crunchyroll Anime Awards Show 2022. Best Character Design. Now, this is interesting because, again... My Dress Up Darling, which is in this category, has multitude of character designs as this one is built on cosplaying. That should say a lot to you, okay? So, uh, again, I'm going to butcher all the names. The first one is from Demon Slayer. It's Akira Matsushima. The second one is Atsuko Nozaki from Ranking of Kings. The third one is Kazumasa Ishida from My Dress of Darling. The fourth is Kazuaki Shimada from Spy Family. The fifth is Masanori Shino from JoJo's. And the last one is Yoi Yo Yo Yoshinari from Cyberpunk. Now, again... I try to keep it very pure and unbiased in certain criterias of what it's asking. So when it's asking me of the best character design, you have to remember that Marin was breathtaking. Her character design was absolutely stunning and beautiful. And the thing that she does, which is put on a multitude of different character designs on top of her own, I think seals the deal for me. I have no doubt in my mind, my dress-up darling should shatter this competition for this one. They should walk away Easily. There should be nobody within five lengths behind them in this race, but we always know how this stuff goes. I wouldn't be surprised if Spy Family or Cyberpunk takes this one. I wouldn't be surprised. Again, I really know how this thing goes with all the voting and the fandom and everything behind it. So again, my vote and the one I think is the true winner should be my dress-up darling, but I could see Spy Family or Trigger taking it, so my second pick would be Cyberpunk. I say my dress up darling. The second one I could see is cyberpunk. Now the final two. Best original anime. Oh my gosh. I think we all know who's going to be the winner of this one. Uh, Number one is prison school. Number two is interspecies reviewers. Number three. (laughs) 
Okay, serious. The first one, who doesn't like a good golf story? Birdie Wing, golf girl story. Number two, Healer Girl. Number three, The Orbital Child. Number four, Yuri Diko. Number five, Vampire in the Garden. And six, Licoris Recoil. Okay, we all know who's winning this one. I'm not going to bullshit. I'm not going to sit here and waste time. I'm not going to talk about like four of these ones that I never even watched. Like I act like I watched them. Oh, the Betty Wing was the best of Paul four. It was a hole in one. No, it's Licoris Recoil is going to win it. Licoris Recoil. I just figured out I'm saying it wrong this entire time, but that's okay. I enjoy saying what it. Licoris Recoil. <laughs> Licoris Recoil is going to take this one. A1 Pictures. Absolutely stunning. Everybody was hyped about it. I saw the ratings it was getting. Everybody was talking about it. Sensational. It's going to win it. I don't want to waste any more time. It's time for the category we have all been waiting for. And this is going to be the make or break for me. And I say this every year, and I'm always disappointed every year in the fandom. Anime of the year. Number one, Ranking of Kings Core 2 by Wit Studio. Number two, Spy Family. Spy X Family. It's like Hunter X Hunter. Spy Family by Wit Studio and Cloverworks. Number three, Lycoris Recoil by A1 Pictures. Number four, Demon Slayer. The Kamitsu no Yaiba Entertainment District Arc by UFO UFO Table. Number five is Cyberpunk Edge Runners by Trigger. And number six is Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. We all know Attack on Titan Final Season Part 2. This is even with removing my bias. The rumbling is here. It has taken 13 years to finally complete this show, which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, but when you become a Titan, you only have 13 years left of living when you become a Titan, which is unfreaking believable that that's all tying together with this freaking show. It is, without a doubt, Attack on Titan. It should win. Finally seeing Aaron go full F it mode. Duh F. I'm going to take out the whole world, annihilate everybody. It's, dude, oh, it's sensational. It should win. But I wouldn't be surprised if this actual show stands up and win it because of what it did for a lot of people, Spy Family. I wouldn't be surprised if Spy Family or even Cyberpunk took it in. Those are the top three for me from this one. Attack on Titan, Cyberpunk, and Spy Family. I think Attack on Titan should win it, but my second choice is probably Spy Family with a close third to Cyberpunk. That's just truthful, from all honesty. Everything that's happened in Attack on Titan, especially up to this Mappa Take a Bow, Everything that has been done, the rumbling in total, I am so ecstatic for all of this. I speak from the heart. I tell you as it is and how I see it. That is a sensational show, everybody. If anybody that you ever meet says they don't like Attack on Titan, I challenge them to give you a legit reason why. Oh, I don't like politics. I don't like this. Oh, okay, so you don't like good shows. That's what you're trying to say because this isn't a political show. This isn't Biden and Trump literally talking to each other, okay? This is a masterpiece. I can't wait for the closing. And there you go. There is the Crunchyroll Anime Award season. All the nominees, we went through them all together. I gave you all of my thoughts and feelings, the people and the studios, the shows, the designs, the characters, the songs, the scores, everything. I gave you everything that I truly believe should win and also told you who's probably going to win. So guys, I'm extremely ecstatic for what is to come this year. So much good content and so much fun along the way. Shoutouts to everybody and every one of you that has been a part of this journey for the past like five to six months, whatever it's been. I love you guys so much and I am so ecstatic for what is to come. So much fun on the way. Some big things coming in our Discord channel. All you have to do is look up on any social media site. Just look up Anime Senpai Podcast. It will pop up. Type the words all together or spaced, whatever. Join the Discord. Become a part of the family. 
Shoutouts to my Drip family too because I do a lot of breaking with anime cards and we've been pulling some crazy cool signature cards. So I love all you guys too for being a part of my brand and family. And all of you guys, do yourselves a solid. Go to Crunchyroll. Not a sponsor. Go to Crunchyroll. Participate in the anime awards. We have to continue to growing the brand because it is time for anime to take over the market. I want anime to be the number one market in the entire world. And I know we can do it. I believe in us. Just like every time I go watch a movie, which, by the way, I went to see the new uh, Reincarnated as a Slime movie in theaters yesterday with Tim and uh, Chris. Dude, I'm just saying this right now. That movie was a solid six, maybe a seven. It was fun. It was good. You know, nothing too crazy, but it was fun. But the fact that we're sitting there and do the commercials are like four to five different Marvel or DC or whatever superhero movies coming out. That's what I want to see for anime. Let's all do it together. Let's get hyped. You guys have till January 25th, which is a few days away, 5 p.m. Pacific time zone. Get in here, vote, tell your friends to vote because it's time for us to hype up the thing we all love. Just like I love you guys. So make sure if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast, do me a solid as senpai to you. Do senpai a really big solid. Rate the show if you can. Give me five stars or whatever you guys think is appropriate and leave a comment because it helps people find the show. And I want to spread this name to people. I truly, unbiasedly, think I am a crazy good entertainer and I put a great show in for you guys. And I put my heart and soul into this where I literally get like, I lose my voice. I literally lost my voice like a couple weeks ago. So guys, do it for me. I'm going to go through and start reading some of the Apple podcast comments because some on there are super good and funny. And I notice I'm at a, like a four out of five stars on Apple podcast because all the One Piece fanatics think I am, I'm a sh- like I just shit on one piece when I just have fun trolling so I know they instantly went to Apple Podcasts and rated it like a one star so guys if you can for me go rate the show help it get trending they don't even know though by the way like even if you rated a one star it helps me out so I love them for that anyways it's a lot of fun man a lot of stuff in the works I'm gonna get right into editing this as soon as I'm done with you guys and as always go watch Farmland Saga I'm sorry Vinland Saga Vinland Saga and also uh, Trigun Stampede, which is out right now. If y'all haven't seen the episode where they just introduced knives into Trigun Stampede, holy mother of God, it is going so dark and not the comedy aspect like the old school Trigun went, but the actual Stampede route, like the light novel series and like the manga. Dude, it's going to get so wild and so crazily detailed and designed. Y'all are going to see people get butchered is all I'm going to say. Get on it ASAP. No Rocky. I love you guys guys so much and as always i can't wait to talk to you guys next week anime senpai out yeah,